Sakuna Show. This is Lisa Jennio from Candy Pants, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, and most Radio 8 Ball shows feature a musical guest providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations, but sometimes we do something a little bit different. And today is one of those days we're going to be using the Radio 8 Ball app, which is an app that, I don't know, when you're listening to this, you'll probably be able to download at the Google Play Store and from iTunes, if not coming soon to iTunes. But it's uh, it's an app that's filled with every song or almost every song that's ever been recorded in the history of Radio 8 Ball. And you can ask it a question, and we'll be playing around with it. I'm going to explain it as we, as we engage this process. But the other thing that's interesting about this show is that all of the questions are going to come from a pretty auspicious and also obscure outfit which was referenced on our last the show we did with david jenkins with jeffrey Gaines. he was talking all about the history of wild honey and these events that they've been doing for you know 25 something years now and uh but he one of the things he talked about was the crew of musicians who do this tributing the the drummers the the, the horn players the string players the arrangers and the singers and we have one of the members She's kind of a rock star in her own right and returning to Radio 8 Ball for the second time. She is a longtime member of the Wild Honey Orchestra. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the realm of the pop oracle, Sid Straw. It's rather fabulous to be here with you. It's great to have you here, Sid. <laughs> Last time it was just on the phone and the All Day Sucker guys were interrupting us constantly, as is what they do. You were just a voice on the phone to me then. Now we're sort of pals. I feel like we are. And we're gonna talk, we don't want to wake her up, but uh, Carol Burnett, who was referenced in that show, was She's actually, in the studio with yeah, us. Carol Burnett is a, is a very well-behaved pooch. Are you saying she's a dog? I'm saying she's a pooch. <laughs> she's my manager. She's my quadrupa manager. And uh, so we... Got to we we've been we've like I said we've been voices on the phone but we met at the rehearsals for this latest Wild Honey Orchestra take on the Buffalo Springfield. That was actually what I was trying to do was something like our Tom Petty tribute with a bunch of artists performing the Buffalo Springfield songs, but it was just too much to try and take on. There's a, if you saw the show, it was I was there's no way we could really do the justice that they did to these incredible arrangements and these songs they really anytime the wild honey are doing a tribute to anyone or the people involved i know that 
There's a whole sort of side project, which is the XTC Appreciation Society. I want to see one of their shows. When these cats get together and deliver these songs, it's like you're like you're never going to get to see Buffalo Springfield ever, probably. And that was as close as I am ever going to get. And uh, anyway, so even Sid, Richie Furey really loved it. Oh yeah, and he and he so one of the founding members of Buffalo Springfield is there performing several of the songs. And Sid, you want to tell us what song you did? I did a, a deep, deep cut uh, called "Down to the Wire." Down to the wire. And I had to stall a bit because we had some technical difficulties, of all things. Yeah. And uh, and I, I was happy to stall because my song was only two minutes and twenty five seconds. That's how they used to write them. Well, you know, it's a long way to fly from Vermont to sing for two minutes and twenty two seconds. But you nailed it, <laughs> and you made the most of it. You had your you have your fringe. Your David Crosby fringe jacket, or I guess Stephen Stills fringe jacket. I didn't know if you would notice, Andras, but yeah. this is a different fringe jacket. It is a different than one. the one I wore on the show on Saturday night. Yeah. This is my day fringe. You have a day fringe and a night fringe. The night fringe is a little longer. Yeah. A little more uh, impractical. Yeah. But this is my practical day fringe. It's very good. Very good. <laughs> uh, did you pick your song? Did you get? Did they give you a choice? And you said, this they is what I want to do? They gave me a couple of songs to look at, and I pictured myself doing this one, yeah. Down to the Wire. Was there one you were like, I really want to sing Bluebird? Or... Everyone wanted to sing Bluebird. That's but, a great song. Uh, well, there's so song. many. You know what the beautiful thing was? That I, Rob Laufer, our esteemed musical director for all these wild I tried to projects. get him to, to but I asked him after everything was done so I don't I don't hold he it against him He probably needs a week he to needs recover to rest, but he was phenomenal his plan and during the show and watching him pull that all together he's just our, the little I saw it was amazing He's just our beautiful leader and uh wait but why did I name drop him again Because uh, we're talking about blue who sing gets to sing what Oh yeah well he gave he always gives me a couple of songs and or thinks of the perfect song mm-hmm. for me and I really appreciate that because yeah. I kind of love them all and I don't love to play favorites Right but it worked out really well the funniest part of all is that uh I I I just knew I had to break out the fringe jacket and it weighs so much that it was a piece of checked luggage when I flew here from Vermont. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, watching you work, work your, your tassels was, was definitely something. Or fringes. They're not tassels. The way you were shaking them, they were more like, they were a little bit like tassels. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> tassels in my mind. The tassels <laughs> in my mind. The Andras Jones story. Tassels in my mind. So, uh... So, yeah, so uh, we're going to, I guess I'm going to just jump into it. I'm going to do my question really quick and then to demonstrate how we how this works, and then we'll get to your question. This is great. Thanks so, for showing me the way. So, first of all, what I wanted to say was, oh, I should just let listeners know, I had asked a question about the Wild Honey show because uh, I had bought two tickets, and one of them was for someone who flaked at the semi-last minute. And it, I had some hard feelings about it. I didn't like the idea of going, you know, it just was it was too complicated to try and find someone who I, who I knew would get the music. I don't want to go to an event like this with someone who isn't going to be into it because it would be a real drag for them and then even more of a drag for me to be at something that I'm having a great time and someone's just like, uh, can we go now? It's uh, a long show. It was a long show, and I loved every minute of it. I wanted to stay I there till the bitter end I, after hanging out backstage and just like I wanted to be 
there more than it was uh, something it reminded me I'll, I'll, I said this to you earlier but it's something you said when we were all hanging out do you mind if I say what we were doing all hanging out back at the rehearsal uh, does it is it legal in California in Washington I say I'm not here to edit you okay well so we were all hanging out as musicians do enjoying some, some of, musicians yeah as some musicians do enjoying some of the legality of California and uh, Sid had just, just sort of leaned back and said, this is good. And the guy who had handed out the legal was like, yeah, it is really good. She's like, no, hanging out with smart people. <laughs> and what I was saying to her was like, it's not just smart, like where everyone's smart about something, but being able to hang out with people who are smart about the things that you really care about. And that feeling of that event was like, that's why I wouldn't want, I wanted to stay there in and around that room for as long as I wasn't annoying people because to be around a bunch of people and that was the sense like everyone there is in some way kind of a rock star in their own world and in their own way but also you got this sense that everyone there was also sort of just a nerdy fan and just loving being around a bunch of other people who could see them as a rock star yes. even remember like to be aware of that and it just creates this field anyway so uh, I it, it creates a uh... A, 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 a sonic burst of energy that is, we are so glad we are musicians. Yeah. Like everyone gets in touch with how great a job that really is when you get right down to it, mm -hmm. money or not. What a great job. Yeah. And there's a feeling of complete harmonious abandon that happens because everybody on these big groups that we're talking about on these shows, everyone's great and wants to be the best, but there's no horrifying competitive vibration. No, you're all because it's in tribute. Well, it's a great uh, it's a great cause. You're doing it's for this uh, think tank, this autism the autism think tank uh, in New Jersey that, that does great work. And one of the organizers has a child who is who has autism, and so everyone has there's a big heart energy around it. Everyone knows why they're there very personally, and also and then it's about music that everyone loves. It's a real leveler. No one's like, hey, this is my thing. It's more like how I want to do a great job and honor this song. Great music for a good cause. Right. So anyway, just to, to let listeners know, I did end up finding someone to go with. I had an extra ticket. And at the last minute, someone at the table, I was like, I went up to the table. Is anyone looking for a ticket? They said, oh, yeah, that woman over there. And there's this woman. Uh, I don't know what how old she was, but she was old enough to have seen Buffalo Springfield. So like at least 10 or 15 years older than me. Are you married now? No, a few I'm days not. later no. to her. <laughs> but it would, did turn into like a little date with, with this really cute woman named Gail who was uh, she's moved out from Florida to be close to her granddaughter and she works with nonprofits and she was so happy that you stalled because she was like last time I was here they had sound problems and she says she's come out to these before she's, and they didn't fix them. So it was really good that they did. <laughs> That was wonderful. Anyway, so that was that. That's just getting that out of the way from a lap previous episode because I asked what would happen with my extra ticket. For Are you going to have Thanksgiving with Gail now? Uh, no, I think we. I think it was you know ships that passed in the night, kind of thing. Some of the the I'm greatest a, ships I know went right by me in the night. I'm a, I'm a, uh, <laughs> buy them water and leave them kind of guy oh anyway uh so I see. so but this I, there is another more personal and pretty i mean for me like just a question that makes me i i was floored when david jenkins was in here he was telling the story of wild hunt 
And one of the parts of the story was he started talking about the Elvis Costello tribute from 2003 and how they did it for a friend of theirs who requested only his favorite singers singing Elvis Costello songs. And I'm a huge Elvis Costello fan, and I do a re- I I am three. I do a, I just, I know how to sing Elvis's stuff. I'm good. You can look it up online. I do a good Elvis. And I was dating someone who was part of that community at that time, and she was, she got booked to play, and I didn't. And I was so, I was really disappointed and really hurt. Um, But rather than being able to just cop to that, I just think I was probably a, I was, I wasn't like bad, but I wasn't graceful about it. And as he was telling me this story, I was sitting here, I was thinking, oh, like I didn't really get that it was this dying man's request that only his favorite singers are singing Elvis Costello. Why would I, like, why would I be invited? And I was sitting here feeling like as he was telling the story, I mean, I'm actually getting a little bit clamped telling it because I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was such a jerk about that. And it's one of the lessons that I've learned in the last few years. And it's why I'm able to do Radio 8 Ball here now, because I've learned how to be patient and let things take their course and happen naturally and not force things and not make my frustration somebody else's responsibility. But at that time, I didn't have it. And so... I had this wonderful time hanging out with everyone at the event and uh, feeling wonderful being in the, like I was saying to you earlier. So uh, it felt wonderful being in the the artist support part of the business more than the, hey, look at me side of the business, which I'm still a performer. I still am an artist, but I didn't, that's not my purpose for being there. My purpose for being there was trying to pull this together to try and find great artists and great musicians to be on the show, to explore synchronicity and promote them so what was very present to me was this sense of oh, this is all I got, I got moved I could have been here all along but because I wasn't graceful because I had lessons to learn I it took me all this time from 2003 to now to be where I wanted to be which was just a, I didn't I don't know if I even really wanted to if I had been graceful, I could have been... I think I didn't even go to that event. I think I blew off the event because I was so butthurt that I didn't get to play. Our egos oh. are really fancy dancers. Oh, and I just... I'm so... Like, I'm not... A, like, I, I don't want to be ashamed because it's just who I was and it's my... It's, but but I guess... So that's my... So my, my question for the Pop Oracle is I know I blew it then. That's my... I've, you know, I've... But what I... This is my question. The, what I've been feeling throughout this since that happened, is the uh, desire to reach out to the person who I was seeing at the time and say, I'm sorry. Um, but at the same time, I always feel like sometimes just because it's part of your process doesn't mean that you need to make it part of somebody else's process, like to bring it up to them. Like finding, then that's, that's my question. Is this the kind of thing where it creates value for me to offer an apology? Or is it the kind of thing where I should maybe continue to learn that lesson of grace and just realize what it was and keep it to myself and learn that lesson and be graceful rather are than... Are you asking a kind of two-part question or a, a question with an answer? The question is one or the other. Should, is it, should, I, should I reach out and apologize to this person? This is a great question because I really have thoughts about this. Oh, cool. cool. Well, so now what we're going to do... So the question is, should I reach out to this person and apologize or should I just 
do it on my own and forgive forgive whole, yourself forgive the whole situation and forgive just let, yourself and, yeah yeah <laughs> and the distance between you that ensued right so anyway so now uh the way this works i have this radio eight ball app and i'm going to explain it to you said so that listeners will know what happens the app is filled with all the songs most of the songs that were ever recorded on radio eight ball and right now everything you listen to I mean, it's a free app to download, and you can ask it a question, and it'll play you a song for free. Eventually, you'll be able to purchase the songs. Right now, I have a bunch of my songs in there because those the, they're the only ones that I can sell. Because I own them. Right, and I wouldn't want to sell another artist's work, and that's phase two of the project. It's going to be reaching out to all of the artists who have ever been on the show and saying, hey, you want to make a little money for having been on the show after all these years? Anyway. I bet nine out of ten will be very into that. <laughs> I, I certainly hope so. So now what I do is I we're gonna we're gonna we enter the pop oracle. I'm gonna speak to apologize or not to apologize.
that was Where Is Everyone from Jen Ayers, recorded in Seattle on our AM, the AM version of our show back in 2009, on May 8th, 2009. Jen Ayers, with the song Where Is Everyone, the answer to my question, should I apologize or should I uh, just keep it to myself and be and do whatever work internally? So usually if we had a songwriter on, we'd go to the songwriter and say, what did you think about that is the answer to the question. Uh, if they weren't here, then we'd go to the person who asked the question. So uh, I'll give you what, what I what I took away, and then you can tell me what, you, what your take on it is. Excellent. So, so where is everyone? It... This is a, an answer that really, more and more, the answers are just really cutting to the quick for me. That, to me, what that felt like is this uh, this sense of banishment and loneliness that I've sort of, I've put myself in this place of being pretty isolated and banished. And I have, there's parts, there's ways in which that's been a, it's been good and it's been productive and I've learned a lot and I've had to develop practices for taking care of, like there's good parts about being a hermit if you take it on. And, oh boy, I know a lot about hermitude. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, there is this sense of having now ta- like having more of a taste of community. Again, have finding like okay, now I have something, now that I have something that's a, I feel like is a value, to, really a value to share with people who I really enjoy being around, those people, those smart people who it's nice to hang out with. Uh then I'm now that I'm tasting it and enjoying a sense of being connected with some sense of community, Maybe it's a place that is uh, like a contradiction that allows you to feel the like when you're when I was in totally isolated in the hermit, I couldn't afford to feel lonely. But now there's a sense as I'm touching, get putting my toe and then my leg into the pool of humanity. There's a sense of, oh, wow, I was really I was really lonely there for a long time. And I mean, as far as answering that question, I think maybe there is. I don't know what's the right answer for someone else, for this other person, but I definitely feel like the answer for myself is my the impulse to say, oh, they don't want to hear from me. I'm just going to bug them. That is probably not – if I want to be closer to people, that's probably not a voice that's serving me. The impulse to say, eh, rather just to keep it to myself. That is the isolating impulse. And so that song, that it reminded me, I don't want to be the person on this song saying, where is everyone? I want to be in the hurly-burly of life with people who I enjoy being with. So that was my— You're there yeah, now. I am. I do feel like here with you and Carol, it's fantastic, and all the rest of the wild honey feeling. I love wild honey. is such a great metaphor for what I've been feeling from it, too, is this sweet, rare, life-giving thing and the image of bees in a hive and everyone just buzzing and, uh, and honoring the queen. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I, I I would like to knight the queen. I don't. I haven't met the queen. Uh, you know, In this room, you are embodying the queen right now. Now, only because I'm the only one here. No, I like no the offense, odds. Carol. I like the odds. No, Carol is the empress. But uh, now, I want to point out that you did not answer your own question. You said some really great, interesting stuff. Well, no, my that. question was: I feel like I should probably apologize. I should do the apology. Oh, now I is should, that the answer? I feel like that it, that the impulse to say it's not a big deal is not the 
like that 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 is that's leads to more isolation and then more and and non communication and I feel like why should you suffer over a lack of communication that you've been carrying in your pockets for right. all these years connection and communication and consolidation if we don't tell each other as we go uh through this wicked world together on our various paths that sometimes intersect when we're lucky if we don't educate each other about how we're doing how they're doing what bugs us what's great if we don't tell each other this important stuff as no one ever learns a damn thing yeah and then things are decimating you know yeah i think it's even great to get to the truth even when it hurts yeah yeah i have a tendency perhaps a really self-defeating tendency to ask for the truth even when I know it'll hurt me. Yeah. Because I just I just don't have sharp enough scissors to cut through all the bullshit and red tape. Better to know than to not know. So I think you should get in touch with her and you'll probably have a fantastic conversation about this. Oh, we already are. Oh. I mean, right now. Oh. But, but yes, no, the, the conversation. I mean, the haunting. Yeah the haunting person on the other end of your question. Right. And I just really think, you know, what this is our, hey, we don't know. We may have many, many lifetimes. I think so, and I hope so. But it's the only one we know about for sure. So we might as well get as close to the good people as we can. And on that note, we're going to be opening this whole podcast, this whole episode up to questions from you and many of your Wild Honey compatriots, and I have loved getting to take up a little bit of emotional space and put my stuff out there as a little demonstration of how Radio 8-Ball works. But in the next segment, we're going to be getting your question, Sid, and then inviting a whole slew of of some of the best musicians in Los Angeles, I think. And uh, I think... Can they solve my problems? Well, we're going to solve your problem coming up right now. Not that you have any problems, Sid, but we're going to answer your questions. I have three or four. We're going to question your answers. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Show. It's a good show. <laughs>